This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Recycling industry revives plastics measure. U.S. and Mexico keep the pressure on, and farm groups weigh in on climate change. Recycling industry revives measure on single-use plastics. The recycling company Recology has put $1 million towards a ballot measure aimed at reducing single-use plastics in California. The measure, called the California Recycling and Plastic Pollution Reduction Act of 2020, calls for all product packaging to be reusable, recyclable, or compostable by 2030. The proposal would also require CalRecycle to reduce all waste by 80% within 10 years. To fund the considerable regulatory workload, the agency would levy a fee of up to one cent for each plastic packaging product. Recology CEO Michael Sanjacobo submitted the proposal earlier this month alongside two members of the California Coastal Commission, according to a trade journal. One of those commissioners, Linda Escalante, was a lobbyist for the Natural Resources Defense Council before Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon appointed her to the commission in May. Recology also hired a law firm to conduct a statewide survey on plastics, which found that 71% of voters favor the company's ballot proposal. If the initiative gains enough signatures to qualify, it would be on the November 2020 ballot. Remember, in September, the legislature shelved two similar measures that would have mandated a 75% reduction in single-use plastics by 2030. Those are expected to return in January as two-year bills. The Almond Alliance and other ag groups actively oppose the bills. Trump and Mexico press Democrats on USMCA. President Donald Trump is trying to keep the pressure on House Democrats to vote on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement while lawmakers are out of town for the Thanksgiving break. Trump got an extended dig at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on the issue during a photo op at the White House yesterday with the Bulgarian Prime Minister. Trump said, quote, she's incapable of moving it. It looks like she can't. Everybody knows it's a great deal. She knows it's a great deal. She said it. Separately, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador said yesterday that Mexico is sending a letter to Congress this week urging approval of the USMCA. Pelosi released a statement reiterating that Democrats were waiting to see a deal with the White House put in writing. We are within range of a substantially improved agreement for American workers, she said. By the way, Jesus Siede, Mexico's trade negotiator for North America, noted in his Twitter feed recently that Mexico approved a 2020 budget for more money set aside for labor reforms than Lopez Obrador had promised U.S. lawmakers. Siede said Mexico will deliver in good faith on all commitments it undertook in USMCA. No bread and butter on this year's menu. It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and that means it's time for the annual presidential turkey pardon. A lucky pair of birds going to the White House this year are from North Carolina and named Bread and Butter. According to White House descriptions of the birds, Bread loves college basketball and a cold cheerwine. Butter likes to snack on sweet potato fries and is currently training for a personal best in the turkey trot. After this afternoon's event, Bread and Butter will head to Virginia Tech's retirement home for presidentially pardoned turkeys. They'll be housed next to 
peas and carrots, the pair who made the White House trip last year. Uh, Keep in mind, the four birds likely won't get that much time together. Peas and carrots are already a year and a half old. And a Virginia Tech turkey expert says the birds don't live much more than two years. Christmas tree gets pardoned, too. Governor Gavin Newsom has pardoned, by default, a Christmas tree destined for the Capitol this year. State officials had cut down a 71-foot red fir and delivered it to the Capitol in early November, only to realize a crack in the trunk could dry out the tree earlier than expected. The crew then returned to Shasta County's Latour Demonstration State Forest to harvest a 66-foot white fir. On December 5th, Newsom will illuminate the tree with 10,000 lights and 500 ornaments. Since its inception as a state forest in 1947, Latour has been a reliable source for the holiday timber industry. To date, well more than 100,000 Christmas trees have been harvested from the 9,000-acre site. And on that note, in 2017, Shasta County accounted for about 33% of the state's timber value, second to Plumas County. Statewide, about 41,000 Christmas trees are harvested from national forests each year, according to USDA data. Farm groups welcome conversation on climate. The National Farmers Union is telling House Democrats that agriculture needs to be a part of any government effort to address climate change. In comments filed with the Special House Climate Crisis Committee, the National Farmers Union said, quote, Agriculture is in a unique position to provide the easiest, the least costly, and the most readily available means to reduce greenhouse gas emissions on a meaningful scale through soil and biomass sequestration. It answers to specific questions posed by the Select Committee, and if you emphasize the need for market-based incentives. And if you also express concerns about recent USDA actions to suppress climate-related research findings and underfund climate research infrastructure. Keep in mind, a coalition that includes the American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Farmers Union, and major commodity groups sent the committee a one-page flyer outlining their broad priorities. Congress must protect American agriculture and production practices from undue burden and respect farmers and ranchers' ability to innovate and solve problems. Farmers for a Sustainable Future is motivated to ensure that farm families maintain their ability to respond and adapt to climate events and that public policies do not threaten the long-term resiliency of our rural communities, according to the flyer. Take note. The flyer was accompanied by a short note that the groups, quote, would be more than happy to continue the conversation that we have already started with the committee. Here's today's She Said It. This is really a new age in understanding our groundwater basins. That DWR's Taryn Ravazzini talking about the role of data and new aerial scanning technologies in implementing the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. And don't forget our programming note, Daybreak West will take a break on Thursday and Friday so our team can celebrate Thanksgiving with their families. We'll be back on Monday, December 2nd. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 26th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.